Well, greetings, citizens. It is I, Jay Batfan, and host of the most listened to, the most talked about, and the most amazing podcast of our age. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, co-host, and dark nerd detective, Chris. Today, we are broadcasting from the one, the only sanctum of the world's greatest detective, the Batcave. Where does he get these wonderful toys? Possibly from Big Bad Toy Store, maybe from our friends at Vieira Comics, or maybe Mike's Comics. I don't know. Stay tuned to this Bat Channel, June Squad, because you are just in time for another Biff Bang Pow Extra Shark Repellent episode of the Just Us Nerds Podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy. Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Oh yeah. So, uh, we're back yeah. after, after a little bit of a hiatus. A little I, bit. I, I got kind of a thing going on, you know, kind of a, you know. You, you my had life. a sidekick born. I have a sidekick born, so And yes, it's not me. It's not you. No, it's not. I have a new, <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry, but you have been replaced as my stalwart companion uh, by. Besides the show. Besides the show, excuse me, in life. Yeah. In, yeah. in life. Uh, my new stalwart companion, uh, my 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 son, my infant son. I'm so excited, little little baby AJ. There we go. Uh, so guys, thank you. Or as uh, I call him, the Adam. The Adam. He is he is quite literally uh, the Adam. Uh, yeah. So we we took a little bit of uh, some uh, of a hiatus, some some time off. Uh, my my wife gave birth to our our first son, first baby boy. It's been very exciting. Um, so we, we've got. So much to to talk about. I've uh, been looking forward to to us getting back together to record yeah, a, man, a, this a, is a great another day. one of these. Um, and you know, we we just had yesterday International Batman, Batman day. day. So so this episode is going to be all things Batman. It's going to be jam packed. It's going to be uh, chock full, if you will. Chock full of Batman. Chock full of Batman. Um, our friends at Vieira Comics had their International Batman Day celebration, yeah. which I could not attend, but you were there. I was there in t- full, full regalia, full, man. Full regalia. Next That's time right. we ride in, full regalia. That's right. How so? How was it? Tell me. What it was you- awesome. I mean, they had face painters for the kids. We had artists there. Um, people coming by just expressing their love for the hero, and also too uh, with Batman Day, of course, everybody gets a free Batman comic. So, um, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but, you know, the kids were coming up. I was dressed as Batman. Uh, you know, Gwen was dressed as Catwoman. So, uh, us being there, saying hi to the kids, saying hi to the families, just, just all in all having a great day. I've seen pictures. You guys look great. You guys look like you were having a a terrific time. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, so to start off, uh, what'd you read this week? Uh, I, I thought we could maybe talk about uh, All Star Batman. This is the uh, new new Batman title that's been added recently as part of uh, DC's. Uh, I don't know if it's considered part of the rebirth or uh, their their new uh, kind of rebirth thing or not. No, it is. I mean, oh, it's it's oh, so it's under the rebirth. It's label. under the rebirth label. Okay, yeah. all right. But it came with you know what was cool about it. It came with uh, four, I think four different uh, covers. Oh, oh so, okay. Because they had that one. I have. That's the one I have. That's the one I have. And then this one, 
And then that one, I think each of the artists went and did a little, you know, somebody there, else did a little, little homage. homage to it. Sure. So this is um, for you guys, if you're looking for it, the, uh, this is written by uh, Scott Snyder. Who yes. I think by now, if, if you're a Batman fan, you know who he is because he, you know, is hot off of... Uh, He's been doing uh, everything. Yeah, he, he has been. I mean, uh, from uh, the end game, uh, Death of the Family... Uh, so you know, hot I think he did of Court Batman. of Owls. Court of Owls, yeah. So hot off of Batman, uh, now he's on uh, All Star Batman, uh, and of course they have the very talented and I love it. Uh, the 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 uh, the amazing, spectacular, fantastic uh, John Romita Jr. is doing the artwork. Yes, and and what's cool is for me, you know, we have this new design of Batman. It's not really a new design, but. You know the, the fifty two the uh, no not the, the re, excuse me the rebirth the, right. the rebirth costume I like the rebirth logo but it, it borrows Ramita, elements he takes his own spin on it and I I absolutely love it I I love the way that it looks so so, so this comic retails for about four ninety nine if you buy it in uh, hard hardcover or paper or if you you buy it uh, digitally through through Comicsology. Uh, Chris so what what's the give give, give our folks what's the rundown of this book what, what's kind of the what's the plot of this this bad boy what's kind of crazy is this basically is like a buddy comic okay you know All right. um here I'll, I'll give you the plot batman attempts to transport harvey uh two-face uh across the state to locate a secret from harvey's past that may hold the key to ridding him of the two-face persona once and for all however two-face is not going out without a fight he puts a bounty on batman's head that is so enticing that everyone and his brother is gunning for him. Basically, it's Arkham Origins all over again. K- kind of. I-, I was thinking of. You ever see that movie Midnight Run? Yeah. With uh, is it with like Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin? Mm-hmm. Uh, it- it's ki- it's got a f- it's got a feel like that. So you we're taking Batman out of his normal surroundings, right? Because we're we're on a road trip. <clears throat> yeah. It's a it's a it's a Batman road trip. That's that's yeah. I mean. Like, I thought this was kind of neat for me because this is... Harvey Harvey Dent, for me, is always that one person that Batman feels that he can save or could have saved, mm-hmm. and things have kind of gone wrong. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like he always has that special place where he's like, I want to help him. He always wants to help Harvey because he wants to make him that person that he once was that Bruce knew and and cared about so. in certain continuities there they were they were friends yeah. and they were really kind of working on the same side because mm-hmm. whether you're talking about chris nolan's dark knight or even the paul dini yeah. uh your batman animated series uh he went on a double date yeah yeah oh, that's right that's right they they did so i, I mean bruce batman uh really uh, admired some things about about harvey dent and and i agree with you that he is i think among batman's rogues gallery Probably one of the villains that he has more sympathy yeah. toward. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of taking Batman out of his usual setting and putting him into this this novel situation of going yeah, on a road it's, trip. It's not like jumping rooftop to rooftop, you know, going in the abandoned, you know, uh, the abandoned circus or something like that, or the abandoned. You know, just everything that they're in is always like the abandoned whatever. And for me, I kind of want to be Batman thrown into there because it'd be, you know, oh the penguins was okay. Well, let's go to the abandoned aquarium. I'm sure he's there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you want to see a Batman where there's a villain that's operating in a place that's not abandoned. So it's like oh, Two-Face operating out of a Starbucks that's right. still like... <laughs> no, it would be like, for him, it would be like a Pizza Hut and a Taco Bell. Oh my God, that's perfect. You know? <laughs> that's brilliant. So, you know, but still, 
Scott Snyder, uh, listen, that's a, that's a freebie. If you want to take that and run with that in your next story, go, go ahead. But yeah, you notice that. It's always, it's always, so this, it takes place on the highway in his car, you know, D- yeah, does, does Two-Face doesn't get to pick the radio. What kind of music they're listening to, you know, so. <laughs> Batman, can you stop? I have to go to the bathroom. Right, you know. <laughs> hey man, I'm stepping in the gas station. You want anything to eat? <laughs> Give me a moon pie. <laughs> Give me those, one of those white and black cookies. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we get to see uh, yeah Two Face complaining about the air conditioning and right. about you know, could you move your seat up a little bit, please? <laughs> no. Hey, what's this button do? Yeah, exactly. Don't touch it. Um, you know, so I I like the idea about about it. I, I think I mentioned um, I you know I've I've made my own kind of animation videos, oh, yeah. stop motion animation, and I had had the idea of making a, a story that. Um, you know, where Captain America was transporting the Punisher right. uh, uh, to, like, a trial. And so a bunch of bad guys were coming. So you got robbed. I got robbed. Snyder got there first. Yeah. No, I didn't get robbed. I just, you know, if I had moved on it faster, Snyder got there first. Um, I think he's got more pull than you do. I think he's got a lot more pull than I do. So it's, and I'm sure he's going to do a much better job at it than than, than I would. Um, I love that they're using Two-Face mm-hmm. in this story. He is a very interesting villain to me. Uh, because you have a guy who was really that that duality of good and evil. Th- this was a guy who was a crime fighter. I mean, he However, did it the legal way. Right. And now, uh, I-, I love that they're highlighting in the story how, as a DA, he was using his network of information to uh, to basically put the squeeze on criminals. Right. To put more criminals away. Now, as a villain, he's using his knowledge at, to put the squeeze on people for, like, extortion rackets. And what's and... even funnier is they were saying, too, that's where the trip is coming from. Because, like, he's got leverage that is almost, like, you know, acquitting him. Because he's like, eh, you know, I've got this and I've got that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's actually how... I, I don't think it's a huge spoiler uh, to, to say that you know, he, he puts the bounty out on Batman's head and basically says, I have... Uh, I have information on every single one of you. On on all of you. I know where all the skeletons are buried, and I'm going to let it all out unless unless this motherfucker's dead, basically. I mean, that is awesome. Well, you know what's the thing that I liked about it, too? Is we get to see people from Batman's rogues gallery that you wouldn't normally see. You wouldn't see... Firebug. Right right here. I mean, um, the two are Firefly and Killer Moth. I mean... I love the Firefly character. I think it's really cool. Uh-huh. But you don't see it very often. So yeah. for me, and also too, I like that they're a team now. I love that the bugs stick together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. So we're team bug. Right. You know, it has kind of like almost like a cannonball run kind yeah, of feel to yeah. it. It's like you got the different teams, you know, you got the, they're the Jackie Chan team. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I wait, I, isn't I like that with that. like the, the guy with the, the dog and the dog would do that? <laughs> And they would always do that. No, you're then... thinking of Crazy Races, God, the Hanna Barbera cartoon. God dang, it's close. But it's also like that too, so it's great. It's so it's like Crazy Races, and it's like Cannonball Run. I'm joking because I know the difference. I just wanted to make sure that I pulled that. And up. incidentally, you were talking about Snidely Whiplash. Yes. <laughs> and the dog that went. I love that guy. Anytime we can get a Snidely Whiplash reference into yes. a show, I think that's a that's a. But a, also in the W. Column. You know what's cool too is also we're seeing the new redesigns like. Um, Killer Moth and Firefly have new redesigns, and they, they kind of look alike. I mean, they have the same antennas, and... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give this to... You know, if, if... I'm assuming that John Romita Jr. had something to do with the, the redesigns, but, you know, and if he did, or whoever 
kudos to them because... It, They're making these characters look cool. Well, and it's hard to make... I mean, he's making a character called Killer Moth look like a badass. It's like, that. that's not easy, you no. know? No. <laughs> so, yeah, kudos to them. Um, You want to talk about the artwork? Uh, I, I almost feel like we don't have to because we're saying it's John Romita Jr. Uh, I have always loved the way that, that he draws Batman. Yep. Uh, from the first time that I ever saw him draw Batman, which was the... Uh, it was a Batman Punisher crossover. I don't know if you ever saw that that comic book, but um, it was a Punisher Batman crossover and it was drawn by John Romita Jr. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I have seen Joker it. and Jigsaw were the villains. Um, and from that first moment, I've always... I, I mean, I'm a big fan of John Romita Jr.'s artwork anyway, but I just love the way that he draws Batman and I love his his take on the, uh, on the rebirth suit. You know what's kind of creepy too? I'm just looking through. I love the artwork, but you know what's always kind of creepy? How are they portraying... Uh... Two-Face. Oh, with a, well, he's, he's got a bag over his he's head. He's got a hood. He kind of looks like Deadshot because he's got the red eye. And he, he, he does. Creepy. And what's also a thing, too, if you notice, only one of the eyes is showing. Not both. Only one. I wonder what that means. I wonder. You think that they're going to reveal like maybe more of his face is scarred or something like no, that? No, I'm or? thinking he's trying to shut off. But the thing is, is that looks like the bad eye. So I'm yeah. like, wouldn't you want the good eye the whole time looking? Kind of want the bad one to kind of mind his own business? Maybe that's kind of showing that the, more of the Harvey Two-Face, the Who's evil influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say at the beginning, the exposition of, of this story, that uh, Harvey is kind of appealing to Batman. He's like, help help me complete this mission because right. Harvey Two-Face is coming back and, and he's taking over. He's getting stronger. So maybe right. maybe that, that decision was made uh, kind of visually to, to portray that. Yeah. Uh, okay. What was there anything you didn't like about this book? Yes. You, okay. Yes. All right. I will tell you. All right. Um, we've got the new sidekick, and Duke Thomas. Yes. Once again, we don't have a code name for him yet. I don't. Think. He's like in this yellow Kill Bill outfit. He's not Robin. No, but it, he's like in this yellow Kill Bill motorcycle, kind of motorcycle. outfit with like a bat on yeah, the face. Yeah. We still don't know where he came from. We don't know where he came from. We don't know who he is. I, I think you had to read "We Are Robin." Is in he order Batman's to know. illegitimate son? I no no no. I I think I'm gonna read it. But the thing is, is they need to to still tell. I mean, hell, even like when they show Dick Grayson, they'll be like Dick Grayson, the former Robin. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Why all of a sudden did they say, you know what, screw it? You you need to yeah you you need to be kind of clued in if if you haven't been reading all of the Batman books it it's going to be confusing to you you're not going to know who Duke Thomas nope. is no nope. um and uh, and I'm sorry ever since I said we are Robin I keep having the farmers jingle in my mind we, we are Robin bum 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 sorry all right I had to get that out mm-hmm. um yeah I I agree with you they don't you don't really have um the the context to know. you really had to have been reading all of Batman to know. If you're, I'm thinking, if you're a new reader and you're picking this up for the first time, mo- most people, you know who Robin is, you know, you know who Nightwing. Alfred is, you know Nightwing, you know Commissioner Gordon. Um, so I, I just that would have been nice to have a little bit, yeah. no, just, I agree. just something, just a flashback. Um, I, you know, the, the one of the things I didn't like about it was the book uses several progressive flashbacks. So, uh, so if you read it, you've got 22 minutes ago, then two hours ago, then two weeks ago. And, and, and I, you it's know, like a bad twenty-four episode. Kind of, yeah. Um, you have to be careful with flashbacks, anyway. I think, yeah. but especially in a medium like comic books, because you can, that can get really confusing really quickly. So, I mean, and it'll turn off the reader, and then all of a sudden they're like, "I don't want to read this anymore." And, and yeah, so 
if you're going to do that many flashbacks, I'm just thinking it makes more sense. Maybe just tell a linear story. Right. Just start from the beginning. Start, like, like, two weeks ago. I mean, there's a really cool thing in there about how, I guess, Harvey was trying to make it acid rain yeah. in Gotham City. And, like, that's cool. That's a, that's a cool idea. Don't don't just give that to me in a flashback. Let's let's see that. Talk, talk about that. that. Right. That's kind of an interesting story. By the way, I would like to say, too... Uh, Two more villains that they don't you don't see very often. Black Spider is in it, and he's got like the Doc Ock arms. Yeah, I know. Can you all right? Can you like give me the Wikipedia on him because I don't know. You're not familiar with Black Spider. I'm not familiar with okay. Black Spider. Let me, let me give you the Wikipedia. Yeah, all right. While Chris is Wikipediaing that, I mean, let, let me tell you who I thought Black Spider was because there there is actually in Marvel there's a villain who's called the Tarantula. That's and, kind of the same. And he looks, I mean, he looks visually identical. She, he was a uh, Spider Girl villain, and he he's got a black mask. He's got a spider on the face of the mask, so he looks very similar. To, to this character that, that Chris is talking about. All right. I didn't know who he is. Okay, so, so we he, got was the cr- he was created in 1976. Okay. Eric Needham is a small-time crook who's addicted to heroin. Look at that. He's a All heroin right. junkie. Eric was first sentenced to prison after mugging and nearly killing an elderly woman. But as a minor, uh, he was out in three years, blah, 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 blah. Donnie a costume becomes the self-styled vigilante and begins killing those suspected of dealing drugs. So he's learned the error of his ways. Oh. Uh, that brings him to the conflict with Batman. <laughs> Except when someone offers him a, a shit ton of money, then he's like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna kill Batman." Well, that's the thing. Like he's killing people. He, you know, doesn't really care. He yeah, but Batman money. doesn't deal drugs. <laughs> so Needham believes that um, the two should be allies, but he sees the common purpose in their war against criminals. His murderous methods, however, continue to put him at odds with the Dark Knight. Mm. So basically, Batman's saying, "Hey, dude, you can't kill him. You can't do that." And he's saying, "Well, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway." It's basically a Punisher role, you know. It's like Punisher meets Spider-Man. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Um, I I don't want to give too much away from the, the book, but there's a great action sequence involving Batman yes. and uh, and yep. what's he called? Black Spider. Black Spider. Black Spider. Uh, and, and I know we're going on to the negatives, but let me just say that there is some great action in yeah, this book. Yeah, and I hate saying it too, but one of my all-time favorite villains, probably one of the lamest villains, but I think is like the coolest villain, is in it. The Gentleman Ghost. Gentleman Ghost! I love, <laughs> I love this guy! Oh, it, pardon me, excuse me, boo. Bang! <laughs> but he's got a Mac 10 He's got, this ghost is packing. This, you know? this go. this is, this is not so, a ghost that goes bump in the night, he goes, Um. But, like I said, so I will put that with the good, but what else you got for the bad? All right, um, well, Batman's just a little chattier in this book than than he is. Yeah, in, is that? Well, I mean, stories. they're in a car, kind of trapped by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna talk to me or what? No, man, you're just being rude. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it because for this kind of story, if he was just being brooding, and maybe not he's not even anything. talking to Two Face the entire time because Alfred is listening in. So maybe he's just talking to Alfred. Maybe the he's talking time. to Alfred. Maybe he's just monologuing. I mean, that was my. I mean, I guess it's kind of a minor gripe. He's He's a lot more chatty with the bad guys. He's than... a chatty Kathy. He is a chatty Kathy. Um, but I, I, you know, it maybe makes sense for the story. I you know. know, I think it makes sense for the story. Um, but I, I would completely recommend this. Oh yeah. Um, you know, what, one of my favorite moments uh, is is the line of dialogue that's that they wrote for Two Face, mm-hmm. and I, I just I liked it because I thought it it really just captured the spirit. Of the character, or what, what I'd like the character to represent, and so he he goes, see, this is my time, Batman. Before the chaos, maybe it was the clown's era, but now this moment belongs to me. 
I'm the guy in the mirror, pal. I say look closer, closer, until you see the real face, the ugly one. And then you accept it. Then you come back in peace. I, I just thought that was cool. I, th- I thought that, I mean, that's a very two. F- oh, I mean, yeah. That's the character, right? Now, now, here's my question. Are you going to continue up and read this series? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've bought number, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that's me interested. It's, I'm, it's I'm, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's got great action. It's got great artwork. The story makes sense. To me, uh, whatever gripes I have with it are are yep. minor. So, uh, what, what about you, Chris? You gonna you think you're gonna continue? With oh yeah, it? no, no, I'm definitely uh, definitely gonna pick this up. I like I said, I've kind of been on a hiatus. I've been reading something else, so I've been stuck in a GI Joe loop. I'm not you're, gonna you're, lie. You're in a GI Joe. It was awesome. I loved it. We'll talk. Well, that'll be an, another uh, talk for another episode. Re- reading but... about the we need. You know what we need to do next show. Next show. All right. We need to do a totally eighties episode yeah and so we, that'll gi joe will fit right in with that right and we'll do gi joe maybe some transformers Perfect. maybe some other 80s nostalgia um what did you read the second story in this in this comic book the cursed wheel i yeah i think i read the entire thing okay. but you know still it's duke thomas and i was like you, you weren't really interested in no nah, i don't care Okay. Uh, well, uh, just in case you're interested, uh, uh, the, the Cursed Wheel is a sec- It's a bonus, I guess it's a bonus story. It is story kind of cool you, you get two get. stories in one. I will admit that. It, it's a different kind of story than the Two-Face story. I, I'd say the Two-Face story is more like your kind of uh, action blockbuster. Yeah. And the Cursed Wheel is more of kind of like your it's the, thriller. It's the like cartoon kind of, beforehand. It's a sort of... Uh, well, like if one... If, if we were doing a movie comparison, like... Um, the the Two Face story is more like Lethal Weapon, yes, and the Cursed Wheel is more like kind of Seven, or you know, kind of it's more meant to be. It's less action oriented, I think, and more supposed to be creepy because it involves uh, Zaz. You know, I love uh, Zaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a yeah, it's a Batman and Duke Thomas investigating a crime scene, um, and it, through that we're getting some exposition about Duke Thomas. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, maybe um, you know Snyder may be addressing. Our complaint that you know who who the hell is this Duke Thomas guy uh, through this story, the Cursed Wheel, and and the story might interest you, Chris. If you're planning on getting the rest of the All Star Batman, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, this story might interest you because the story, the, the Cursed Wheel, is actually referring to something that Batman created as a as a training tool for himself, yes. and for training his yeah. his. Yeah, uh, no, I, I remember associates. reading that. It's kind of like. Him going through Duke's training, like him pushing him through and what he needs to do. And yeah. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I did read it. So, if you're looking for a story that, you know, if you need a break from, like, the Biff, Bang, Pow, you know, uh, over-the-top action. Uh, egghead. The, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Ex- egghead? Egghead. Uh, egghead. Vincent Price. <laughs> if, <laughs> I don't know if I would call this the Egghead episode, but, but yeah. Um, go, yeah, look at, take a look at the, uh, the, the Cursed Wheel. Oh. Um Okay, so let's uh, let's oh, go to movie. But yeah. I've got something we need to talk about. All right, all right, well, go ahead. Yeah, so what do we need to talk about? Yesterday, of course, being Batman Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's running Batman right now? Zack Snyder. Right, right, right. Did you see what Zack released? Yeah, we got we got. Treated I put to, it up on the Facebook page. We got treated to a picture of the the Batman tactical armor. Not just that. Oh, not just the Batman not tactical. just that. Oh, okay, that was a week before we got to see the Batman tactical armor for Justice League because right, they right. just finished wrapping up the Batman parts. Okay, please ed- educate me, sir. What? We get the first look at J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Oh wow, that is beautiful. Look at him. That he is, looks just like Jim. He, he he. Oh my God! 
Um, so what it is? J.K. Simmons, Mr. Simmons, if you are listening, sir, you you are a chameleon, sir. Thank you. You are a chameleon, sir. By the way, they also read this week that Brian Cranston did turn down the role for Commissioner Gordon. Really? He said he didn't want to be typecasted because this Commissioner Gordon's signing on for a five-picture deal. But the picture that we were released to, go onto our Facebook page, you'll be able to see it. Um, it is a black and white photo, and it's the the iconic. If you actually pull it out. He's pulling the uh, sheet off of the uh, the the bat, the bat signal. signal, so we get kind of and a sense so of he's up on the rooftop, and it's all wet and dark. File and file in hand. It looks amazing. Like he's done it a hundred times before. Like I got another. Got I got another, another thing. I need his help. He's gonna. Do you think he's gonna say, "All right, Batman, what I need is I need photos of Spider Man." Right, we'll see. No, he's not. Nah. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. The the man is a chameleon, though. Yeah. I mean, seriously, there is to be able to meld. You know, go from his character uh, in Whiplash to to be uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson to, to to now be Commissioner Gordon. Uh, the dude can do anything he wants. Uh, he, Don't forget, he was the dad in Juno. Oh, that's right, the dad in Juno, and and also for many years he was on Law and Order as their yeah. forensic psychiatrist. Yeah. So also, and he's and he's the is he the farm is he the spokesman for farmers? No, or it's is it State Farm? State Farm, State Farm, State okay. Farm. Uh, here's the thing: there's another source that's going around right now saying Ben Affleck's solo Batman film will take place inside of Arkham Asylum. I've heard that. I've heard that. So we might get the Escape Arkham movie. How awesome would that? How excited would you be for that? I would love to see it personally. For me. I want to see a hush. I want I want that. I want to see that. Because it tells the perfect story of the past, mm -hmm. the perfect story of the future and where he's going. But And he's around that age. The Ben Affleck Batman is around that hush age. Right. Because Dick Grayson's grown up. He's, he's seasoned. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't know about Jason yet. So mm -hmm. it would be kind of a nice homage and might bring him out to have him do that. So... I'm just remembering too. We got another uh, little another Batman nugget that got released a couple weeks ago. Uh, you want to talk about who the who the not only who the villain is. Well, you talk about who the villain is. All I'm right. going to talk about who, who's playing right. the main villain. Because... So we had heard before they'd shown test footage, and a lot of us, including myself, I was like, "That's not real." I literally looked. I was like, "That's not real," and it was test footage of Deathstroke. The master Slade, assassin, Slade Wilson himself. I was so excited. I was like, "Oh, if that's true." Oh, I'm so excited. Now, mind you, uh, I watched Arrow, and I love Manu Bennett. Manu Bennett is an amazing Play, plays actor. Plays Deathstroke. Plays actor. Deathstroke on the TV. I okay. was like, who are they going to get to to beat him? Do, do you want to, just for a moment, Chris, just for some of our listeners that aren't maybe as familiar, mm -hmm. uh, can mm -hmm. we talk a little bit about just who, who Deathstroke is? Um, I, I, and I'll, I'll give you my piece, and then you can kind of... Go make, ahead. De Deathstroke, for those of you that aren't as familiar... He's basically the evil Captain America. I, I'd call him more of the evil Batman, to be honest with you. Really? Well, because he's a super soldier. That's that's why I was. Yeah, I could see a, that. I he, could see he, that. He's a super soldier. So he's a. Um, so Slade Wilson was uh, was a soldier who volunteered to undergo uh, experiments to uh, increase his mental and physical prowess and acuity, and in doing that, became one you know, one of the deadliest badass assassins in the dc universe uh known and as the destro he kills people with one eye uh, yeah 
Yeah. Dude has an eye patch. So, so you know, monochromatic, not monochromatic, what am I saying? Uh, monosco- monoscopic vision. Ooh, look at that. Big word. Big word. Monoscopic vision does not hinder him. In in fact, I, I, it's funny. I was reading a Deathstroke comic recently. Yes, they've re- they did a rebirth, and they were and they were saying one of the characters was saying that losing one eye actually made him more dangerous. It probably made him angrier. So so yeah. So but this, but here's my question. Yeah, who's playing him, Jay? Who's playing him? Mr. Sofia Vergara himself, Joe Manganiello. Oh my God! And if you've seen him. Dude's a monster. The, the dude is. A, I mean, the guy. Here, I'm gonna get his stats. Uh, but break you know, it down. But you know what I'm excited about is, um, hold on. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Pull sure. It. So, sure. basically, all right. Dude is six foot five, and he's gotta be two fifty. He's gonna, he's gonna be taller than Affleck. Here's the thing, though. That's the best part. Ben Affleck is no slouch himself. No, no. Ben no. is six four. Right. So right. they're right up there in the height thing. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. This is just like a good heavyweight fight. You know, this is like the opposite of 89 Batman. How so? How tall was Michael Keaton? <laughs> How tall was Jack Nicholson? Mini Batman. <laughs> and Mini Joker. So we, we had Clash of the Mini Titans. Now we yeah. have Clash. Now, we now have we've Cla- got these monsters, these actual size monsters. And, and, and Deathstroke is one of those villains that unlike... There aren't very many, I think, in, in Batman's rogue gallery that can go toe-to-toe with him physically. And the one thing I love about him is is with his, you know, uh, his super soldier ability he can contemplate what Batman's going to do next. And he's one of the only people in the rogues gallery who's like, I've studied your move. I know what you're going to do. I, and I can see your point how he is. He is an evil He's Batman an evil Batman. In, he in just, he solves, here's the problem. They both go into a building. They both solve problems. They each do it their own way. He, you know, a death stroke on his hand or, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill everybody. His goal is to make people dead. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a great, uh, did you ever read Identity Crisis? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. There's a great scene in Identity Crisis where like four or five members of the Justice League take on Deathstroke. Yeah. So it's, it's Green Arrow, Flash, uh, uh, Black Canary, mm-hmm. and they're all fighting Deathstroke. And so we get, um, Green Arrow's thoughts as as they're fighting and, and what's kind of like, cool is because Deathstroke's actually become more of an arrow villain so he like fights both of them yeah, back and yeah, forth yeah. so it depends on wherever his kill yeah. is there's just a great line in that uh, that Brad Meltzer he, he was the one who wrote Identity Crisis I love Brad he 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 wrote in there uh, when they're fighting him he goes uh Wilson fights a lot like Bruce yeah. he anticipates your moves before you You're gonna you do, do it yeah. uh so I, I think it, it's it's an interesting choice to have him be the this villain, is, and what's cool for me is this is not a typical Batman villain. This is not one you'd think we'd see. You don't, uh, you don't associate because Deathstroke traditional. I mean, he was originally a Teen Titans villain, yes. and he was the Teen he, Titans he, villain. Yeah, and and he's since become such a popular character now that he appears in other comic books. So I'll, you know, Zach's. Oh wait a minute, Zack Snyder has nothing to do with this. So Zach, you got nothing to <laughs> don't worry, nothing to worry about from me. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, if if this was your decision, uh, bravo, right, sir. I agree because uh, that that is a that's a bold move. This is an interesting story for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna see something I think that we've never seen before. And and the thing about the movie taking place in Arkham is that. Now we get to get little smatterings, little samplings mm-hmm. of his rogues gallery. On what he's going to do and, and Ben Affleck's eye on how he's going to portray certain people. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I would love to see what his take on Riddler's going to be. The Penguin, Scarecrow. Poison Ivy. Now, there's uh, one thing that I hope that they do that Chris Nolan kind of failed and kind of put away from. Mm-hmm. What is the one thing that Dr. Arkham is big on? He does not like pulling his patients away from their alter egos, taking their masks away from them. Because he says, if you do that, you'll cause them to go into a catatonic capability and like they'll, they'll split. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. see... You know, you want to see full regalia. Well, not even no, like no, no. I want to see like the Arkham uniform, but like Penguin with his monocle, you know, doing his stuff, or Scarecrow still wearing his mask because he doesn't want, or Riddler, you know. Here's an interesting question for you, buddy. Um, Penguin. Yeah. Does he belong in Arkham, or does he belong in Blackgate? Now we're really we're really well, geeking see, out. Here's now. the thing, though. I think honestly, I think he's smart enough that he's going to play the system, and they're going to put him in Arkham so because he, Arkham's easier to escape because Joker does it every other week. So you think he'd pretend to be crazy? I think so, so that he gets put into Arkham. I believe so. But would you agree? He probably be- if he didn't play. The oh, in a heartbeat, card, he's just an arms dealer. He's just an arms dealer. Okay, absolutely. All right, all right. He just dresses like a penguin and, and steals rare birds. Steal rares birds. <laughs> rares birds. Rares birds. He steals rares birds. Um, who's rares? I don't know. <laughs> but, but he steals but, his but birds. He, he steals his fucking birds. <laughs> that's who ra- rares is. A, I'll tell you who he is. He's a guy who's pissed off. He's a guy who's missing all his birds. Guy's missing a goddamn birds. Penguin keeps stealing them. So. I'm very excited about this uh, because we've got we've got Ben Affleck directing it. Yep. We've got Ben Affleck being Batman. You know what I'm um, excited about too? We're also going to see the different style. I'm already seeing it in Justice League. Remember, they kind of lightened the tone. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that you know we get that feel through the Batman movie. And and I think you know honestly, people get pissed off. They don't like Ben, but I hate to say it. Do you think they still don't like Ben? They still don't like him. Even after... Uh, because uh, you know how I f- felt about Batman v Superman. And he was the best part. And he was the best part of that movie. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, people are like, oh, what's he doing directing a movie? I was like, oh, I don't know. He directed a little movie called Argo. Argo. And he uh, won... Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Uh, the Town. Yeah. Uh, Dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, Get, cut him a break. Cut him some slack. I think he's going to do really, really well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited to see where he's going to go into the story. But honestly, somebody had said, actually, uh, Chad Boswick said what what failed with Batman and Superman was. Who's that? Chad Boswick. Chad Boswick. Uh, Or who is it? Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. Sorry. I I screw his name. No, that's all right. You know, we're friends. We call him Chad. Oh, okay. Um, So anyway. You're tight. But anyway, he, um, he said that too many people were talking at once, and that's why the movie wasn't, you know, cohesive. He said the producers were saying one thing, director saying one thing, actor saying another. Nobody could tell the same story because it all was convoluted. Sure, sure. I hope with this Batman that Ben Affleck listens to the 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 people in in the comic book industry, and because Greg Capullo is he's he or he's helping. Is he? Yes. Okay. So I'm hoping he listens. You want to explain to people who Greg Greg Capullo he, is? He, I mean, he basically did the new 52. He's done all of the Batmans. He's done, you know, um, he was helping with the uh, the death in the family. He helped with the Court of Owls. He did all of that. But um, he also did the, uh, what was it, the, the, the Apocalypse Batman. You know what I'm talking about? The one where he had, wore the purple gloves and had the, the t-shirt. Oh, Batman Year Zero. Year Zero. Okay, okay. So, but what I'm hoping is is that he listens and he takes advice and he says, listen, Batman would never do this. Okay, it's a good idea. Move along. We want, we, you, we want a happy medium of interference. Yeah, I, not too much. Right. Not, not too much. 
Like and, Suicide Squad, for example. Right. Uh, I think I think there was a good movie yeah. in there. I think there was way too much interference. No. Batman v Superman. I think probably not enough inter- so interference. So we need that happy. Yeah, we need a need a happy happy medium. Right. I'm very excited for this, Ben. Uh, if you're out there, buddy, you've earned my good job, trust. man. Uh, Sally Forth, sir. Uh, Godspeed. Sally Forth. Sally Forth. Sally Forth. Um, <laughs> All right. So. Right. Uh, so. Okay, next, uh, Return of the Caped Crusaders. For me, I think this is going to be fun. You want to okay. please explain? So explain we to our are getting a new animated movie of the dynamic duo of Batman and Robin, but it's not really our normal Batman and Robin because this is your granddaddy's Batman and Robin. We are getting Adam West and Burt Ward repo- reprising their roles <laughs> as Batman and Robin. <laughs> And no, it's not live action because we all know Burt Ward is not fitting in those little tights. Uh, nor does he want to. I don't think so. I really don't think. <laughs> nor so. do you need to, sir. If no, you're listening, you you've don't done need well to. on your own. You have, yeah, you've you've served our but, country well. But sir. also, you know, I feel kind of bad because I was like, oh, who else are they gonna get? And they're like Julie Newmar Julie as Catwoman, Newmar. which is great. And then I'm like, who else? Nobody, because everybody else is dead. Ah, think about it. Way to bring us down, Caesar Chris. Romero. Burgess Meredith, Aww. you know, uh, Frank, Frank Gorshin, oh. they're all gone. Otto, Otto, what's his face, who played Mr. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Vincent uh, Price is Egghead. Egghead, yeah. But, you know, I, I think that, the, I'm hoping they'll have people to kind of rephrase their roles, kind of doing it in that style. But, we're getting it in that classic 60s style. The cartoon, the, the promo. The trailer, yeah, The, is the great. trailer is great. It's on our Facebook page. Look at it. it but they put him in a giant TV dinner. They're going to be in a <laughs> holy TV dinner, Batman. What are we going to do? <laughs> you know, I love that. I was yeah. like, okay, we're getting that classic style Batman. I don't want to call it hokey, but. You can call it hokey. It's okay. Shtick. It's hokey. Yeah. Shtick. Uh, camp. Campy. Camp. Oh, it's yeah. camp. It's camp. It's camp. Uh, do we know anything about when this comes out? I don't. I don't think I, I put it on my notes. I'm sorry. Um, you God know what? Damn we'll, you. I'll I'll look it up. We'll, we'll we'll go on to our review of Batman: The Killing Joke, and then when I find out when Batman Returns to the Batcave is coming out, um, I'll I'll just you know I'll throw it out there just randomly. Um, so. Uh, was there anything else in movie talk you want to talk about before we we got to our review of Killing no, Joke? No, I think. Uh... I, th- I think that's that's pretty much it. Uh, let's see. I think they're given the date. Release date is October 6th. Oh, right around the corner. So October 6th is New York Comic Con. That's when they're going to release it. Um, but it'll be October 10th, I think, when it's released in the United States. And it's a running time of 95 minutes. All right. Fantastic. So I think I think this is going to be... Holy gonna... flashback, Batman! Oh, it's going to be awesome. And what's even better? I don't know if you know this. It's not even... It's they're, they're also DC is also doing something else. What did they do with the Killing Joke? They released it in theaters as well. So they are going to be releasing Return of the oh, Cape Crusaders no in theaters oh, as well. That's cool. So it'll be in limited theaters to be able to to go and watch that. So that's cool. Yeah, and I thought that was a nice homage. I think DC doing that has been pretty cool. That they've actually been releasing their and what's and and you you're not even paying like full price. I think you're paying half price to go and see it. You know, and because and, it's something you can buy. You know, Chris, we all, you know, we all love. I think we well, we all love the the Bruce Tim Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman. That we we love the serious, dark, brooding Batman. But having said that, this is where it started. There's a special place, I think, oh, yeah. in the heart of every Batman fan for 
for these guys, for Burt Ward this and was, Adam West. This was the first Batman that I actually watched as a kid. But for me, me as well. it was this, and it was Batman with the Super Friends and Batman and Scooby-Doo. He, he, so, he was the torchbearer. He was that happy Batman. Yeah. And, and for me to have that, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But as you grow up, you know, you realize you're like... Wow, Batman normally wouldn't smile, or Alfred <laughs> wouldn't be driving the Batmobile with he, just Robin's mask, well, wearing his Alfred. Let me just say this about that, Chris, because in a recent episode, a recent issue of of Batman, Alfred is driving the Batmobile, <laughs> and in a recent issue, is he wearing the mask? No, you know, he's dressed up as fucking Batman. <laughs> so, Chris. It's actually yeah, but at not least, that crazy. But at least he's Batman. At least he's Batman. Yeah, he's not wearing his Alfred, you know, his suit and tie. At least he's Batman. Yeah, at so. least he's Batman. Um, all right. So we, you and I, uh, th- this is kind of old news now because it's come out uh, you know, several weeks ago. Yeah, but ago. I figure we talk about it with Batman Day Absolutely, and absolutely. Hey, you know what? It's new to us. So Yeah, so, so it's new to you. It, so it's new to you. It will be new to you. It will be. Um, <laughs> where is it? Where are they? Easy, laryngitis boy. Easy. All right. All right. Uh, so, little movie came out recently, Batman: The Killing Joke. So, we're we're adapting one of the, the uh, staples. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, this is a staple of like of when the people ask universe. me, they're like, "Hey, I want to get it. Get I'm new to the Batman universe. I want to get to learn some stuff. What do I read?" And I tell them, I'll tell them to read Hush. I'll tell them to read, um, you know, A Death in the Family. But I'll tell them read. A killing joke. Well, f- and fun fact about a fun friend fact about, about us. us. Uh, like I don't know how many years ago now. It was has like it almost been? ten years ago. Like ten ten years ago when I, I went to your birthday party. That was like one first of the, time we ever met. One of the first times I've meeting you. I heard that you were a Batman fan. And what did I what did I gift you, sir? You gave me the anniversary edition, the hardcover of the Killing Joke. I was like, oh, have you you ever read this before? And you're like, no way. So I or not, I haven't. So so yeah, I mean this is uh, I mean this so is... for honestly for me that this this is like it, it pulls on the heart because oh yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, it's it's become you know one of my favorite stories and you know I have you to thank for that yeah, so for yeah, me yeah. being able to read you. that you know and and then watching it I was like it, it I already get I already had high hopes I was sure, like sure. I, I had high expectations well I mean I this, this was written by the very talented the original story was written by the very talented Alan Moore yes uh you know of of Watchmen mm-hmm. of Swamp Thing mm-hmm. of uh, uh so. I mean, it's it's an incredible story of just examining the whole notion of of trauma and uh, and and how do we respond to traumas and it's basically and, and it's the one thing that I always say about Batman. It's the one thing that I always love, and they they portrayed it very well. It's about having a bad day and how you respond to what you do with your bad day. Yeah, you either yeah. go left. Or you go right, and but either way, you're going to make that decision on that, whether you go down that hill or you're going to go up that hill. And the majority of the Batman villains, that is how they differ from Batman. Mm-hmm. They all had that bad day. Mr. Freeze lost his wife. Uh, Scarecrow was bullied uh, as a child. Uh, I don't know what happened to Penguin, but... <laughs> he decided um, he wanted to buy... Oh, don't forget also, too, with Alan Moore, V for Vendetta. V, oh, v for, v for Vendetta. But anyway... Um, Clay, uh, Clayface uh, he, got in got in with Mobster. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of the Paul Dini origin, but... Uh, Clay, that's the one we only recognize. Yeah, uh, Clay, you know, Clayface got in with Mobsters and, and was, uh, was quote-unquote, killed. Look at uh, the Mad Hatter. He um, was obsessed over Alice, and he 
yeah. asked her out, and she said no. So he kind of lost his mind. Well, in his defense, Alice kind of had that coming. And she did. Yeah. Whoa, easy, easy. <laughs> God. Wow, we're going to get thrown off the internet. Um, also, too, look at the Riddler. What was the Riddler's deal? People stealing his ideas. Remember? That's right. The Paul Dini version is the real right. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, him creating this thing, and then they fire him and throw him out on his ass. And then they, and they steal his So idea. he decides to do his own revenge. And and then finally, now we get to the killing joke, and we have probably one of the most kind of I don't know if I would say eh, you could say controversial. I think a character like the Joker, anytime you're trying to undertake an origin yes. for a character like that, it's going to be controversial. Now, what's crazy is I'll tell you, people tell me what are your favorite Joker stories. I have two. That's okay. it. I All only right. have two. All right. One is the Laughing Fish. Okay. All right. And then the other is the Killing Joke. All right. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Those are my those are my favorites. I, I can see that. Um, I, I think it's it's just fair to say that anytime you're adapting anything to another media that is beloved as Killing Joke, uh, and they, they you went through the same thing when yeah. they when they did Watchmen. Uh, it's a foregone conclusion that you're not going to be able to please everybody. Right. I mean, you're you're going to be able to please some of the people most of the time, and yeah, most of the, the thing people is, some of the time, but you not should at all least the people get, all the time. You should at least get something to make people happy, you I, know? I th- I mean, I think there's There's some... got to be something out of it that you're like, oh, okay, you know, I, I like that, you and, know? And this this movie has that, but I guess I'm just saying is because this movie's getting a lot of hate uh, yeah. oh. from, from some people, uh, and, and I just think For that... good reason. Well, and I just think it's because you're dealing with such a beloved... I mean, this is the, in a sense, kind of the Bible yeah. of Batman, right? Yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, oh, and my Outlook account settings are out of date, so... Well, apparently you got to change that shit. Th- thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so, um, th- this is the Bible of Batman stories. So, you're, you're going to have people that are going to be unhappy with the interpretation of it. Uh, you know, having said that, um, I-, I would say that, you know, for me... It was it was a mixed bags of pros and cons that I found very entertaining. You know, your question always is, "Were you entertained? entertained? Are you not entertained?" That is my life. Are you not entertained? That is that is my quote of life. Um, and I and to answer you, Chris, yes, yeah, I was. This entertained me. I was for I was me. Like I said, the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. rubbish. Everything after. Perfect. And, and so we're we're gonna we're gonna go into that. We're we're gonna go into that. All right. So, let's, well, why don't we start how we always do? What did you think of the art? Oh, the the artwork was great. I mean, literally the, was it, and and it was a nice blend of the 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 Paul. Excuse me, not the Paul, Paul Dean, the Bruce Tim yes. animation style and the uh, I think it was Brian Bullard. Yeah. Uh, that did the so it's the it literally for, for me was walking panels and they use a lot of that like dark blue and the grays and but that purple is so vibrant yeah, and the, the color palette was great. It, you know, the, it really looked like the pages of you know even the styles you know like Joker style he's walking around and he's got that big wide brim gangster hat with the long purple trench coat. He's very disturbing looking in this movie. I love the way that they rendered him yeah. in this. Um, you know, I, I yeah. Visually, this is a treat. I can't find it in my notes, but I believe I'll, it is I'll Brian Bullard. I'll take care I, I, of it. All right. Well, I'm sure the internet will will correct me soon. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure I'm they will. Um, you know, I really, uh, I mean, as a Batman fan, you've got Kevin Conroy reprising his role as Batman. Yeah, I mean, you've, come on. You've got Mark Hamill. Reprising the as Joker. Joker. The, I mean, the jo- I it, mean, is Bri- just, it is Brian Bolland. It is Brian Bolland. Bolland. Okay. Bolland. Bolland. Brian right. Bolland. Bolland. Okay. There you go. Um, but you've got the, the the quintessential 
too. And also Tara Strong. Yeah, yeah, and you've got Tara Strong as Batgirl. So, so you you've you've got You've got uh, your childhood wrapped up in, in Yeah. So if you're a Batman fan, you're gonna love it just for they that. Cuss. Because this is a rated R movie. And, and a movie and a story like uh, Killing Joke, you, you it's, gotta, it's gotta be rated R. You could not do it in You're, you're dealing with some very dark stuff yeah. in this story. Yeah. So it's it's gotta be rated R. Uh they, I mean, in that sense, the part of the movie that actually has to do with the killing joke is very true. Oh yeah, to the to, oh yeah to, to the killing joke. Um, Let's you know, talk. I mean, do we want to get to the parts? And... Well, I, I, I kind of let, let's let's just talk about it. Okay, so let, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the they, first twenty minutes. They tack on twenty minutes of story. And I don't know why they made this choice. I can't see in a legitimate reason why they did. I don't know. Well, here was my thought, and tell me what you think. Maybe, runtime. maybe, maybe yeah, runtime. Maybe they thought that there just was not enough material in the in the original graphic. But novel. you could have done anything else. Uh, so uh, th- this is this is going to contain some spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet, flip you ahead. want to, you might want to flip ahead. So the first twenty minutes of the Killing Joke. Really, literally, has nothing to do with the Killing Joke. It's it a, it's, a bat girl. Bat it's a Batgirl. It's a bat. It's a Batgirl story, yeah. and which is a, fine. It, it's fine. I've got nothing against Batgirl. It's just that, uh, and and I think another reason why I thought they put it in there, Chris, was because I, I think Batgirl fans traditionally have been unhappy with the way Batgirl is treated in the Killing Joke story. She she basically is just she's technically, a she, te- but technically though, she's the main character. The story is about her. In, in, in a, see, she's well. Not even that. She's though. the MacGuffin of the story. Well, the she, thing is, is she, she shot. She she shot. Right, and, but, but the thing is, is she she's kind of like the the. She becomes kind of the Mona Lisa with 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 the Joker, whereas he only shoots her to show Gordon the photos. That's Mona it. Lisa, like kind of he she is like his perverse sort of work of art. Remember, yeah, he for, always re- refers to himself as an artist. He's an artist, absolutely. So, but he he only does that to hurt Gordon. He doesn't do it. And and see, if you're if you're a Batgirl fan and you don't like the way she was treated in Killing Joke, I, I guess all I can say to you is I, I'm sorry, but Killing Joke is not a Batgirl story. No, it's it's about the Joker it's, and Batman. I was gonna say not even that. It's more of a Jim Gordon story. It, it you could even make that argument too. It's, it is yeah, a, it, it's it, a Jim Gordon it is, story. It, it is kind of a Jim Gordon story. Just like um, just like Year One. Year one oh, that's a, is oh, just yeah. as much of a Jim Gordon story as it is a Batman story. So, I, you know, I I think that they wanted if they wanted to put it in there for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just I don't think that's a really good enough reason. Well, let's talk about the real elephant in the room. It's, it's okay. So it's it's a Batgirl story, which is fine, no uh-huh. big deal. But it has her bouncing around. But instead of looking at Batman like a teacher and somebody like. Almost another father figure because Jim is always gone. It's kind of the same right, thing. Right, right. He kind of turns into a love aspect. Oh, he's a love interest for sure. Yeah, and, and we have a we've got a sex scene. That's with, the with... creepiest thing in the world because I was looking. I'm like, that's like your daughter, bro. Yeah, it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I... You know, do you walk over and thank Jim Gordon for making her? I mean, God, <laughs> it was gross, man. This isn't the first time they've portrayed that, and I, I feel like there is there. Uh, this is the grossest thing I'd seen. There's a contingent among the writers of Batman, I think, that want to see that relationship. In, in a in a sense, I'll, I'll say this: I can understand it from this perspective. 
you know, like you hear about those workplace romances, oh, like yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, Florence Nightingale and all that effect and all that kind of stuff. You, you know, when you see someone day in day out and you're in a traumatic uh, experiences together, uh, I get it. it. It makes sense. The problem I had with it, it really doesn't fit with the rest of the story. It had nothing to do with it. Um, and then she even like makes this line like, because then after they have sex, Batman's not talking to her. He's not calling her. It's being all awkward. It's like this one night stand. And she's like, "It's just sex." I'm like, "Gross." And and T- Tara Strong, if you're if you're listening, I have no problem with your performance no. at all. No. It's just, I, I here's another problem I had. I think if their goal in putting more that those 20 minutes of Batgirl in it were to empower her. I think they actually made it worse it because made it worse. because she turned into this clingy girl. Yeah, like she's like, why aren't you calling me? Why aren't we hanging out anymore? You, you think, yeah, more like it would be to have it would have been more empowering to be like, uh, you know, all right, fuck off, dude. I don't, or I even don't to have you. or even to have Batman kind of chasing her and go, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I I don't know what quite happened there. I had an idea though about what I thought would make for an interesting first twenty minutes. I don't want to hear the porno, dude. We've already heard that. I have another idea. <laughs> oh, okay, about go ahead. What, we're gonna All right, what you got? I got a backup idea. Okay, and we'll we'll talk about the Cleveland Steamer Batman. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh God! God! Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, okay, so what do you think of this? So I was thinking that what what if you had the story open with uh, so Killing Joke opens with Batman going to Arkham. I was gonna say at this point, James. It could be Batman taking a dump for 20 minutes, and I would have rather have watched that. We can go back to my first uh, yeah. no, uh, no, 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 idea not if on. you want. No, no, no. no. Okay, but... all right. So my second idea was, so Killing Joke opens, right, with Batman going to Arkham mm-hmm. to confront the Joker, right? To have this epic speech about how, look. Which they already do. We're we're going to kill each other. Yeah. We're going to kill each but other. But they already do, though. They, they do it, right? No, no, no. But, but it's like in the middle. No, no, no. But yeah, it's in the middle of the story. So this is what I'm saying. Um, it would have been great if the additional material gave us more background on this. So what if, what if they had a story where Batman stops the Joker from doing something horrible and in the process almost kills him? And this would give us a logical reason for Batman to go to Arkham later in the movie. And you could still include Batgirl and you could even have her be like the one who like tells gets him, him to stop? Gets him to stop, and that's why she quits because she sees that he's going over the edge. See, it's not a bad idea. What do you think about that? Well, yeah. I would, you know, what I would like to see him do that beginning talk, have him walk in, and as he kind of thinks about before going in there, have flashbacks. Okay. Have the you know when he first met the Joker that he almost killed him there. Okay. He thought okay. he did kill him. Okay. Okay. Then do something of like you know the Dick Sprang era. Where Joker's driving around in the Joker mobile or something like that, and he's trying to kill people, and he stops him. And then another thing—that's an interesting like, idea with with Jason Todd, and he kills him, and he gets to that point where he's like, "I'm gonna murder this guy," and he gets to that point, and you know, you can have that. I would like to see that flashback. You get to see why they hate each other and why they get to that point. I like that of idea that too. Tom and Jerry of I'm going to kill him. And then the other one's like, well, I'm going to kill him and, and have them go at it. It, it would, it, that's what I was thinking. So if you're, if you're going to have, if, if you're going to have 20 extra minutes, it really would have been cool to have 20 extra minutes. That's talking about Substance. that relationship and gives you a starting point for why is Batman decided now right. that now is the time he's got to go to Arkham and say, listen, man, we need to stop this or one of us is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if there was anything else that I had that I really didn't 
like I, I think that was that's much really it. it. The that first was, twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah. After that, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's great to hear Mark Hamill deliver Alan Moore's dialogue. What's fun for me, which kind of like I remember listening to it, and you hear Mark Hamill cuss, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. he said, he said shit. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, one of the great lines he he, he delivers us like um, oh, I don't know if he's just a shit. It's uh, you had a bad day and it drove you crazy as everyone else. Only you won't admit it. You have to keep pretending that life makes sense. That there's some point to all this struggling. God, you make me want to puke. I mean, yeah. he, I I love that. And I, I love that. And and like I said, and it was so cool for me. Like you hear the guy selling the carnival. He's selling the carnival. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's like, so do you like it? Joker's buying a, a, a broken An abandoned down, carnival. Abandoned car- There's your abandoned, Chris. So, but he's like, you know, oh, do you like it? And you turn, and he does this pan, and you just see the back, but you see the purple wide brim hat mm-hmm. and the purple mm-hmm. trench coat. And literally, I remember sitting on my couch, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. And he looks at me, he goes, how much? And the guy gives him a price. He goes, I'm thinking free. And then he shakes his hand, but what you don't know is he had a spike on his hand, mm-hmm. and he had the Joker toxin on it, yeah, and it yeah. kills him, and he actually makes him part of the goddamn ride. But the thing is, <laughs> but then he gets like these little freaks, and they're just—I—I I, I don't mean to say that—they they literally are. They're like these, and they put some little cupid wings on them, and and I it's watched very it, disturbing. I mean, and very I watched disturbing it. Imagery. I watched it with Gwen, uh-huh. and she says to me, she's like. What is this? I'm like, this is a wild ride, baby. Strap yeah. in and hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you could. They not strip do... Gordon naked and they start hitting him with cattle prods. You, and... you could not do this story PG thirteen. No, you absolutely this, this not. Is a, this is a hard art. Absolutely story. not. Uh, so, I mean, visually, they adhered to it very well. Um, you know, it, it's it's funny. Um, one of my lines one of the lines that i like actually wasn't in the original graphic novel one of my favorites and it's not delivered by batman or the the joker Mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. and it's where uh batman is trying to track down the joker and he goes into this one club and he's talking to this one gangster and the gangster goes we may be scared of you we're terrified terrified of of him him. uh that was a great line i mean that's that's a batman moment I, i i love that and the line wasn't even delivered by by batman no no it really wasn't um so I, you know, overall, I would say that, you know, I was, although I was somewhat disappointed by the killing joke, I, you know, I, I can acknowledge that nothing was ever going to measure up to the movie that I had in my mind of how it would be. But then again, with us being the nerds that we are, I don't think anything would ever, I have to like lower my expectations a bunch. I'm like, oh, exactly. chill it out. Exactly. Um, I like the epilogue for Barbara at the end with her becoming Oracle. I, I felt this was a lot closer to the mark in terms of empowering yeah. the character. No, I agree. Uh, so, I, I, Chris, I, I give this three out of five batarangs. See, I would do better than that. I'd give it a four. I really four, would. Four like out I five. said, out of the first, what it's like ninety minutes. Out of the first twenty, you know, get rid of the first twenty, and I'm a happy man. Okay. So, yeah, I'd give it a four. All right, all right. Well, uh, did you see Killing Joke? Do you have an opinion about this? If you do, please uh, send us a message on our Facebook page. Send us a message on SoundCloud. Send us a message on our YouTube page uh send us a send us a message on instagram uh if you want uh don't forget our email and our email just us nerds pc at gmail.com and soon to come i mean do we want to announce it 
Um, we got something in the works. We're, we're going yeah. to another format. There's we'll, another format as well that you're going to be able to find us soon enough because I've heard a lot of the fans telling us we, we need to go, so we're going to be moving over. A- absolutely. I so like the Jeffersons. We're going to be moving on up. We're moving on up to the east side. That's right. Finally got a piece of the pie. That's right. All right. Deluxe apartment. All right. Don't don't burn the beans. Um. <laughs> all right. So now uh, we're wrapping up now with our, our toy box section. Yes. Uh. So we we got some exciting uh, video game. Oh, we news. can talk about oh, that. Oh, we and we'll yeah, t- yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. have a toy to review. Sorry, we got a toy to review. No, but let's talk about the video game first. All right. All right. Sure. Sure. Um. So Telltale Games, which yes. Uh. If, if you're not a gamer, if you're not familiar with it, Telltale Games has put out some really great titles it's based kind on of a point and click. Though you know, I mean, yeah, they are. There are a lot of point and click. It's not a first. It's not a first person fighter. Nothing no, like that. No, no, no. It's it's played much more. I think like a, like an RPG. However, if you've ever played their, <laughs> uh. Walking Dead yeah, game. Yeah. That is thoroughly What's cool for me is you get choices. They right. put you in a situation they say, do you go... It's it's kind of a... Do you remember the... Uh, the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure, your adventure book. book. Hang on, sir. You mean one of these? Good God, <laughs> that's amazing. I'm going to have to borrow that and read I it. just happen to have one on hand. It's no big deal. He, it's by his bedside. He reads it at night. <laughs> You're uh, like, I didn't, oh, oh, nope, nope. I'm sorry, did I say one? Because I actually have... You have a Spider-Man two. one! I have a Spider-Man one, that's right. You are Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six. All right, we're going to do just a quick side well, You know what's here, terrible Chris. about that, though? Because, like, if you die, then you got to start all the way over again. You do. Well... I don't want to read it again. When I used to read it, I always I would do, like, the, the finger on the page. You cheater! I would cheat. I would cheat. You, like, family guy. Nope, 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 nope. nope doesn't nope, count. Nope, no, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. All right, Chris. If you stay, go to page 131. If you go to the crime scene, go to page 134. Oh. What do you think? Go to the crime scene. Go to the crime scene. All right, page Why would I stay there? Yeah, why would you stay there? You're Spider-Man. How can you have, like, an adventure if... You're dead. And a bomb explodes you and you're dead. are dead. No, that's exactly what it says. A bomb explodes <laughs> and you're dead. You should have stayed home. God damn it. <laughs> so Then I'm not a good Spider-Man. Um, and then, oh, Chris, I'm going to let you... Actually, buddy, I'm going to let you borrow this one. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Step into the... The step, which way, Batman. The which way. So, um... Flashback for a moment to the nineteen. The year was nineteen eighty. They had these wonderful books called "Choose Your Own Adventure," which basically oh, was these are hilarious. You would read a story, and then you'd get to a point where you had a choice to go to one page or go to the other page, and the story would change depending on what you chose. The Which Way books, I think, were kind of the 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 hydrox to their Oreo cookies, sort of the knockoffs, if you will, of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. But this is uh, yes, you you get to step into the uh, the 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 Cape and cowl. By of, the way, I, I just Batman. I just defeated the uh, your your Batman. Batman. Oh man! So uh, 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 amazing! You you are the Batman. That's I, that's why you're the Dark Nerd. Detective. I literally just flipped three pages, and I'm like, you it's are, like, does he go to his utility belt? Does he do this? Does he do that? Let's go to my utility belt. Yeah, I lapped him up in my uh, batarang, there, there and therefore go. I win. There you so, go. So anyway, so back to Telltale. <laughs> so it's kind of like this. So in a much more flash forward now to the year 2016, we've got these nifty things called video games. And uh, Telltale's coming out with this this Batman story. Yes, uh, this was I. I had read it and I was really excited because I, I know what they do and I saw the graphics and the graphics are beautiful. So I'll give you a little spin off on what Telltale is and then I'll give you the the plot scenario sure, for the Batman. Sure. Game. All right. So the Telltale series is an episode. It, this is the coolest part. It's an episodic point and click graphic adventure. What what it means is when you buy the game. 
you don't get the entire game. You have to wait. There's going to be five episodes. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Kind of a so cliffhanger. So you get, right now, episode one is actually out. Mm-hmm. If you buy the season pass, then when the other ones show up, you'll upload them. But Or you can buy them individually. I don't recommend it, because if you're going to buy all of them, you might as well just do it. But if, you, if you're curious and if you want to try it... If you're impatient, too. Yeah. <laughs> but also, if you're curious and you just want to try it, you can just buy the one. And if you don't like it, I mean, you've only wasted five bucks. That's kind of nice. It's kind of cool. So, um, basically, the game is based on uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger's Batman comic book series. I love that they credit Bill Finger, by Right? The way. Isn't that nice? Um, though not tied to any previous adaptation of the work of film or media. So this is going to be its own. Now, this is the cool thing. The player takes the role of Batman both as a superhero and his alter ego, Bruce Wayne. Telltale Games CEO... You think that means you get to sleep with supermodels? Maybe. Like, okay. But, But basically, it says, stated that the playtime will be split evenly between them. Um, though the game will offer a player a choice whether to approach a situation as Wayne or as Batman... You get to walk into a Wayne board meeting as Batman. <laughs> I love that. So the game's narrative offers a fresh interpretation of the universe set in current times. Not tied to any existence. Yeah, we get that. Um, <laughs> the game is set a few years after Wayne decides to become Batman. So it's okay. a little after year one. Okay. Uh, giving them flexibility in their writing gameplay to give the players some control on how they want to play the character without ties to any established narrative. The game features a branching narrative similar to the past Telltale games, giving the player options in approaching a situation and having the choice affects uh, later events of the game. So it will affect you what your choices are. And, and all the Telltale games are like that. Yeah. The decisions you make affect how the story is told. Yeah. It's a very evolved form of the choose-your-own-adventure book. So the series also includes investigative sequences, uh, investigation sequences, allowing the player to use Batman's detective skills to progress the story. So it also features a new feature called Crowdplay, both available on PC and the console versions. Crowdplay allows uh, the game to be watched by an audience who can participate in the decision-making process when the feature is active. The player provides their audience with a link to the Telltale website with a unique code to participate in the session uh, through any web-enabled device. Basically, you get a phone a friend if you don't know where you're at, and let's say you've played it, and I'm like, bro, I'm stuck. What do I do? You know? And that's awesome. So it'll it'll kind of kind of help you as as a. Do you through. want to kill Jason Todd? <laughs> vote yes. Vote no. Yes. Uh, I think I've seen this movie before. I've seen it. Guess what? He dies. He dies at the end, and he then died. he comes back. Yeah, and becomes the Red Hood. Well, originally he was Hush. But it was in a dream-induced. But then automatically he becomes back. You notice that? Like, all of a sudden they used Jason Todd, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. And then they were like, you know, that's a really cool idea. And then they really brought him back. So DC's ripping you off? Is no, that they, DC ripped themselves off. <laughs> because they were like, because remember, Hush was Red Hood, but only due to uh, Batman being hit with the, the, um, the scare. He was hit with the scare gas. The fear gas. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, then... In Hush. In Hush. Right, in yeah, Hush. Yeah, yeah. And then... And it wasn't really Jason Todd. It no, was Clayface. Right. And it then two Clay- years later... They actually brought him back. We actually get... And I remember reading that. I'm like, it's Clayface again. So it was it was DC kind of testing the waters and they're like, see. you know what? That's a good idea. People like that. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So... Um, what what were some of your... Like, did you did you play a lot of Batman video games? I've played every every Batman game that what, is pretty much. What come are out. your What are your favorites? Uh, Batman Returns for the Sega Genesis. I absolutely love that game. Oh my god! Um, yeah. I, for me, 
they did a Batman Forever game on Sega. Yeah, and yeah, And yeah. the only time you... Because as a kid, I was a Robin fan. I was more of a Robin fan than I was a Batman fan. Okay. All I right. used to say that, that Robin did all the work and Batman took all the glory. But, <laughs> all right. But it's funny now as an adult because I look and I'm like, holy crap, I literally took the DC hook, line, and sinker because who did they design Robin for? It was, it was he could be kids. just like me. And exactly. I was like, I want to be like Robin. Now I'm just like, you're an idiot. You can you can see the strings with, with which yeah. they were. Yeah, they, they, were, they played me like they a puppet. Play, they played you. But I wanted to play as Robin. The only time you could play as Robin was when you would play two-player mode. So what I had to do was I would turn on two-player mode, play as Robin, and I'd just beat up random characters because i wanted to so play you robin. were literally living out what you had long maintained yeah robin doing all the work, work. and batman yes. sitting there just doing yeah. nothing but then you know as it progressed um we got what did we we had a batman the animated series uh, adventure on n64 that was very very good i think that was um, like called the rise of yeah yeah sun, sun tzu or sun tzu something. and it had a character that you never heard of but oh it my was God, really why cool why do i know that that's, <laughs> that's so but awesome. but then the arkham games came out and, yeah, I mean everything has changed with the Arkham games, yeah. and it's just made them very good. But also, too, it's made Batman even more mainstream. Yeah, you true. know, because now true. when you talk to people and you say, "Hey, who's your favorite superhero?" Batman. Why? Because I play video games. You know. Yeah, so. the, the the whole fighting mechanics, the whole open world format. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm right with you there, buddy. I, I think an honorable mention for me though goes to the Sega Genesis. Uh, 1989 Batman. Yes. Uh, that, that... I did play that. Where oh, you'd throw your grappling hook and chicka, 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 bang. Yeah. And then you had no control. You were going forward. You were going forward. You couldn't, you couldn't like guide it. You were going forward. I think they actually also had a Batmobile level on that where you oh, were driving yeah. the, the yeah. Batmobile. Well, and then also you and I at a local, uh, a local little thrill park. Oh, wait a minute. They had the arcade Batmobile where you get to drive it. And, and the two-player, you and I sunk like 20 bucks into that. Thing. And and wait, what's one of the coolest features of this game? You get to pick Batmobiles from every generation. You could, Even yeah. comic book iteration. Yeah. They had the Hush Batmobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the, the Tumblr. You had the Batman Forever. Right. The Batman and Robin Batmobile. Yeah. You uh, had the Brave animated the, series, the Brave and the Brave Bold. And the Bold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like, this is so cool! Yeah, yeah. The only thing definitely. that sucks, like I told you, there's only one flaw. Because they also have flying levels, but you automatically always play as the bat. The stupid bat from yeah, Nolan. Yeah, yeah. It would have been cool if you could have chosen one of the bat like, wings. Well, not even that. Like, if, if I pick the ba- 1960s Batmobile, I want the Batcopter. Yeah. If yeah. I pick the 89 Batmobile, I want the 89 Batwing. Batwing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. These are legitimate complaints. Uh, you don't take these lightly. <laughs> Uh, so, All right. So, uh, did you say already when Telltale is released? It is out that? now. It's out now. The oh, first okay. episode is out now, and they haven't. What? I think the second episode sometime in mid October. Do you know what platforms it's on? Yeah, is it's, it available it, on Steam? It's, it's. I think so, but it's mostly it's PC, so it should be Steam. Okay. Um, but then you know Xbox, PlayStation. I mean, even, I think I saw it for Xbox. Even One. Wii U, I believe. So okay. I mean, you know, so we can we can go from there. All right, so l- let's let's wrap up uh, Toy Box with uh, the, a, a review. Of... It's not a Batman figure. No, it's it's not a Batman figure, but it is still quite a, an, an awesome figure. It is worthy a of the cool Dark Knight. figure. Okay, so this is where I found this. Um, I actually found this figure at Walmart. I was just walking through. Actually, I was picking up um, another figure. I was looking for another figure when I found this figure. It's it's always you notice how that that always appears. I, I, you know, it's one of those lucky finds. So what this is, um, 
growing up in the 90s, one of the greatest things that I ever watched was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And the only one you really ever wanted to be was the Green Ranger. He was the he was the rebel. He was the badass. He was, he was the, he's the bad guy who turned to be the good guy. And you're like, wow. He's, and what's even cool is the guy who plays him, Jason David Frank. Dude's a badass. In real life. He's an MMA fighter. He owns martial arts schools. I mean, the guy is, is a legitimate badass. He, so he is, he is the real Green Ranger. Yeah, he really is. So what this is is the uh, Power Rangers legacy um, action figure. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, it's the best part about it, the price. It's 20 bucks. It's 20 Box. This is a six inch scale, yep. right? Six inch. Okay. Um, comes so, so, with so it'll be in scale with like your Marvel Legends, yeah. your DC yeah. Classics. You could have a little little crossover action. The articulation on it is just beautiful. I mean, you've got the shoulder pivot, you've got a head pivot, you've got a bicep pivot, you've got a wrist pivot. Comes with multiple hands. You've got a uh, ab crunch. You've got a um, hip joint, and then knees and ankles, and a full swivel on the ankle. Um, but you also come with the evil power sword that he was given in the first episode by Rita Repulsa when he was actually fighting the Rangers. Is that the one that he would play? No, no. No, See, no, no. Sorry. That's the big one. Oh, then oh. he gets the dragon flute, which ah. is the one that he would play to call the dragon sword. And what's cool about it is it comes with a little, little sheath that you can put it in, you know, and you can, you can carry it along as right. you're doing all this kind of stuff. Um, most recently though, that you've seen the Green Ranger, Bat in the Sun actually redid because they did a superpower beatdown of Ryu versus the Green Ranger. That's right. That's and right. And they did right. this all new design. And actually, believe it or not, people have been cosplaying that design because they liked that design better than the oh, original. Cool. Cool. But so for this, like I said, it's twenty bucks. It is a great articulation. And what's cool is they are putting out a, a wave two, and the wave two is going to be the original five Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to test the water. So for this one. You got the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, and then three Rangers from, I think it was, uh, from, uh, uh um, Power Rangers Europe? I think so. <laughs> I think it was like some dino whatever or other something or other. Something I didn't pay attention to because... Power Rangers not as cool as the first Power Rangers? Amen Power Rangers. to that. But anyway, so the next wave, they're going to do the original five. But the cool part is, with each one, you get a Build-A-Figure. And when you build a figure, what are you building? The Megazord. That's so awesome. you're going to get your own Megazord if you buy these other figures. That is awesome. So that for 20 terrific. bucks, you can't really go wrong. It's a nice, even a nice start to a collection. Even with the Power Rangers being a... Now we're getting into that age where, where those people who watched that as a kid are now starting to collect and they're starting to grab. I was, uh, I think I was in middle school, high school when that was. Yeah, I was was in elementary school. And I'm a, I mean, I'm a big fan of the whole, like the Toho Monsters and the Kaiju series. So, uh, that, that was always a fun show to watch because, uh, you know, they had the big rubber monsters that they would have to fight. Well, and cool for me is, you know, the movie's coming out. The new movie is coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, the person who's playing Zordon, Brian Cranston, actually did the voices for a lot of those monsters. So he's kind of, you know, keeping his he's, role he's got within the continu- that. He's, he's Mr. Continuity. But also, too, you know, that was a big tie-in for me. Because, what did I tell you when I started out watching? I watched Ultraman, and I watched Masked Rider. Those were the two things that I my dad would watch from Japan. Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. would pick up stuff and watch that. And then all of a sudden, I'm like... Oh, look, it's another person that turned into big things and fight rubber monsters. And they're always in the same rock quarry. They all fight in the same <laughs> rock quarry. Well, you know, they, they have to rent it. 
I think they have to rent. What the do you rock want it Wednesday? It. Nope, nope. I'm sorry. No, uh, we got Godzilla fighting King Ghidorah that uh, Sunday. So. Uh, uh, all right, tell you what, I'll give you Wednesday. You might be able to fit it around two thirty. The VR troopers are going to be here. I think they got a they got a clan that they're going to have to fight out. But around two thirty, two forty five, you might be able to take over. Yeah, but then we got Ultraman coming in later, so keep it short. <laughs> yeah, that, so. I don't know why the guys in Jap- Jap- Japan sound like they're from New Jersey. But because okay. you know what? Because they they gotta they gotta make a deal. They're in the union. Yeah, that's, that's right. Why. But I will say this: <laughs> um, it is a beautiful figure. This is something though that it people, is really nice. But people that want to start collecting a, a, a series, this actually could be a pretty decent series to collect. So I I think it's um I think it's a nice start. Yeah, absolutely. I I um you know I would never have thought to get a Power Rangers figure, but when I when I saw your your figure, I was like, oh wow, this is this is cool. I, I might have to get this. See. Um, well, uh, we're, we've reached the end of our show, but, uh, before, you know, we, we sign off just a couple of concluding remarks, uh, just want to remind our listeners that we have the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con. All right, guys, this is a call to action. We need our fans. We want everybody to come and support and, and hopefully you and I will actually be able to, I know we have very busy schedules, but hopefully we'll be able to be there. Um, well, and we'll be in there whatever capacity we can be. Absolutely, so. yeah. It's going to be October 2nd from 10 to 5 at the Melbourne Auditorium. That's at 625 Hibiscus Boulevard, Melbourne, Florida. Special guests are going to include artists, Robert Guillory, Chad Thomas. Who our, we've talked our, our to. Our buddy Chad. Our buddy Chad. Uh, Jim Fern of, of Marvel fame will be there. And then we're going to have George Lowe. Space Ghost! Coast to coast. Who's <laughs> also going to be there. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we may have uh, an interview with one of those guys, too. Uh, before, Coming up. Before, yeah, we, we hope to have that for you as well. Um, do you have do you have any thoughts about anything we've talked about today? We want to hear from you. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Like us on our uh, Instagram page. Like us on our SoundCloud page. Like us. Just like us. Just like us. Just please. Like us. We're, please, please. Please like us. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, gang, that is all the time that we have for this episode. Commissioner Gordon is flashing the nerd signal in the sky, and that can only mean one thing, Chris. Man, this Gotham PD is getting really desperate. No, Chris, it means that the Just Us nerds are needed. Until next time, remember to never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. And for God's sake, never rub another man's rhubarb. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Bye-bye and take care.